Hey, it's Melaine Lee, and you found your way to the Divine Goddess Revolution podcast. This podcast is no ordinary podcast. It is for women looking to thrive, not just survive. It's for women looking to learn how to really unlock and unleash that divine light within so that they can rock their inner goddess on a daily basis. The experts will be featured from all over the world, supporting you in becoming that badass divine goddess that you were born to be. I am so excited about this episode today with goddess, creator of Goddess on the Go, Leora Edut. She is a sister goddess, a friend of mine, a soul sister, a leader in transformational work. She's amazing. Um, I've known her for the past few years and she's entered into motherhood back in 2015 when her daughter Cariel was born. And I saw her firsthand balancing and exploring and navigating the messy world of motherhood and, and entrepreneurship. And she really just gives you the permission to breathe and exhale out when you're around her. And so I'm so excited to have her share with you so many tips and so much wisdom on just how to allow yourself to have that compassion to not have it be perfect. So let's get messy and let's dive in with Leora. Here we go. Leora, it is so great to have you on my podcast. Welcome and thank you for being here. Mm. Elaine, it's always a pleasure to be with you. Mm. <laughs> yes, so I know. You've always been, it's always great to um, be in a space together, whether it's in person or on the phone. I know we always create yeah. so much magic and I love that we're now recording our chat. <laughs> I know. Who would have thought? Here we go. <laughs> totally. So, you know, I know um, before we started recording that we were talking a little bit offline about a bunch of different topics, but particularly around this podcast, be it that it's focused on mothers and entrepreneur women that are really kind of juggling it all. And, you know, I really love your take on life in general, because I think you give such permission to just like fucking be a person and like relax into life. So yeah. what would you say is like such an important message that mothers whom are also entrepreneurs really need to know in this moment? Yeah, I think it's literally taking it moment by moment by moment by moment, because we often think that, you know, we're like women have been told that we can do it all and like we can, you know, juggle a family and three kids and cook a meal and work our nine to five or and then come home and be an entrepreneur or whatever that whole superwoman theory is. And it puts women in a state of panic. It really takes us outside of our bodies and it puts such pressure on our lives and when you become a mother it's like your whole entire life is like just like thrown up in the air and you're like it's like it's kind of like juggling balls 
coming back down on you and you're like, wait a minute, what do I do with this? And we're also like supposed to as mothers, just supposed to have already like just know how to do everything. And that's not how any part of life goes. It really is about giving yourself permission to slow down, to be with Whatever new thing is coming your way, because, you know, when you become a mom, everything is not only new for your baby, it's also new for you. So how do you kind of go with the flow as best as you can? I think it's just to like stop, be present, be in the moment, be with whatever emotion comes up and then like allow yourself to feel it. Allow yourself to trust your intuition in that moment and surrender Mm. if you need to fucking surrender. I feel like this is such an important message because so often we see, especially with like social media just being slammed all over our face. It's like everywhere we turn, we have social media. And, And I feel like, you know, there are some certainly some great things about social media, but there's also some stuff that can really be a hindrance on acceptance and forgiveness and just like relaxing into and owning your journey and appreciating your journey, which is when we start to compare our journey to someone else's, especially when, you know, people are posting, no one's really posting the moments where they're falling apart or the moments that they don't look that great or the moments that they're, you know, crying or whatever it is. They're posting shitty diaper. Like, <laughs> the shitty diaper with the shit all over you. <laughs> exactly. And the, the like dishes are piled in the sink. The laundry's spilling out of like the hamper and you're like, and your child is like jumping all over the place. Nobody posts those moments. But it's happened no. to all of us. And Sometimes I think and those are like those moments, those like teachable moments in life where you're like, you have to surrender. Life is almost like coming at you and, and reminding you that it's never about the perfection, that it really is all about the presence. It is about the surrender. It is about going deep into feeling the frustration or the sadness or like as we were talking about like, that morning, that life that you had before you became a mom. Totally. You know, it's funny for me, you know, I had a stepson and people are like, oh, that's prepping you for your baby. Yeah, no, that did not prep <laughs> at all. No, not at all. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. Like an eight-year-old no. that plays and is independently good on his own is nothing to do with a dependent infant yeah. that needs you all the time and like yesterday I was just sharing with you before like we went to this kind of mommy and me type class and I was there for two and a half hours and then came home and he was a little bit overstimulated so he was tired and he just needed to be held in a certain position where I have to walk him around and it took about 40 minutes for him to fall asleep like in my arms and Mm. you know in those 40 minutes like I had planned to do that (laughs) the other like (laughs) that I wanted to go on a walk I wanted to make a smoothie there's so many other things but in that moment you know 
I was home by myself. My nanny wasn't there. Like my help wasn't around. My partner wasn't home and it was just me and him. And, and that's what I had to do. And I think that, you know, there's those feelings that come up of like disappointment and anger and frustration. And yeah, that's not fair for him, for me to take them out on him, but it's also not fair on me if I don't, if I don't feel them or to make myself wrong for it. Yeah. Those first six months will bring you to your knees. All like so many times I remember being like, oh my God, like I want to like run out the door and leave my daughter alone because Mm. I don't think I can do this. I remember like crying, walking my daughter down the street in her stroller, trying to juggle. I think that's when I hired you years ago, but like it was like, I remember (laughs) I was trying to take a sales call while strolling my daughter who was crying hysterically mm. I thought I was going to be able to do it while she took a nap or and it was like yeah like it just it just is like I said it is it like somebody comes in your body and shakes all your cells up and you don't even know who you are anymore and mm. it and like like motherhood it like puts you back together in a way where you are like wow I didn't know I had that inner strength like I Mm -hmm. it really does test your strength it tests your faith and your trust and all of the spiritual laws it really 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 does and I think like you said it's so important to feel it all and it's not those first six months are like when you used to be like okay I know my I know that you know between six and six thirty is when I get up right like it's not that with a child it's in the beginning it's just like you're not you're no longer on your own clock you're on somebody else's clock for the first time in your life and you're like wait what and so yeah when you can get when you can feel a few minutes away for yourself because literally that's what it feels like in the beginning you just you never know and like most of the time when like they're sleeping you want to be sleeping and you can try to make yourself and like I personally would be like trying to get things done while she was asleep and that also meant that a lot of times my self care suffered for that those that first almost six months a year because it just was again, especially a breastfeeding mama, you know, it's like just a it's a whole new thing that a a child is counting on you for their survival like they literally count on your food or if you're formula mama which is cool as well too right then like they need that formula to survive and to live and both they're like discovering the world it's new for them and it's also new for you so you both are going through this journey together that's unknown for the both of you that's so that's so full of like trial and error and I feel like you know we got to be really gentle with ourselves it's like we want to like go right back into like full throttle mode and 
I think when we do that, if we do go into full throttle mode, we almost like we almost face even bigger challenges. Like life is like, ah, uh, no, we're not gonna. Nope, that's not gonna quite work out. Oh, nope, that's you know. I I remember going through that a lot in my first year of being a mom in my business, and my business did expand in that first year, which is fucking crazy. It did expand. And I also have to learn, I think, how to ask for more help as well and how to delegate more, um, which is also a tough thing to do when at that point in my life, I think I was just me and my assistant. So I needed more than just me and an assistant. I needed an intern. I needed, you know, somebody helping me with my sales call, you know, and I needed, I needed even more sisterhood in my life because I I needed people to come in and and just like, sometimes give me a break with the baby, you know? So Mm. yeah, it's, it's so important, you know, and I think it's, I think what comes up for me around like support, you know, it's funny because I just had this moment and I remember when you had Tariel and I would come over and just hang out with yeah. just as simple as like me putting her on my lap and doing my work on my computer or hanging out with her for like five minutes while you run downstairs to get a cup of coffee or a kombucha or whatever it was. Yeah. It's like, it's everything. I had this moment because I had a friend of mine staying with us for a few months just to help out. And she, the other night we were all watching a show together and she was just holding him while he was falling asleep. And I had this moment of like, fuck, it feels so nice to just sit here and relax and watch TV and not have to yeah. hold anyone. And yeah. then this moment of like, oh, I feel so guilty, you know, like yeah. I should be holding him. I should be holding yeah. him. He's, he's yeah. mine. And it's like, oh man, I don't want to feel that. And it's just like, yeah. Having such compassion for these new fears, these new yes. feelings of shame, these new feelings of guilt. And, you know, this doula that comes to my house once a week and does like a massage for me, it's like amazing. I take three hours every Friday for myself and she comes over for one of those hours oh, and she was so good. Like, I feel like a million bucks after this three hour period. Yeah. And she said to me, you know, Malene, the Western world has it really wrong. And I was like, well, what are we talking about here? Which topic? Because there's a lot of things like, <laughs> that they have wrong. Like, there we where are we going with this? And she said, when it comes to the initiation into motherhood and how a woman should be supported. And she did a lot of her study and her work in Papua New Guinea and in Indonesia and in a lot of different places where she studies the culture and then she brings it back here to incorporate in her um, doula practices and services her massage therapy and different things. And one of them was the observation that she made was that when a woman has her child, she actually, in the 24 hours of just giving birth, the baby is passed around to everyone in the village and everyone's Mm. holding the baby and blessing the baby. And the baby only comes back to the mother to feed. And so the bond between the, the baby and the mother is immense. And the time that she does spend is like the most joyful experience because she's not holding the baby on her own for 24 hours. It's actually being held mm. by several other people. And so therefore the village 
philosophy of like a village raise it takes a village to raise a child yeah. is really accurate because that's the kind of support needed. It's actually not enough to even just okay. have your partner. You really need more than one person. You do. You do. I mean, I had a lot of people come visit in the very beginning, but then that like, I kind of fell off within like two or three weeks. And then it was like, people forget like, oh, she still has a brand new child. Like, let me check yeah. in on her. And then, you know, yeah. like, you're like, and then I think like, as a mother, it's such a delicate balance of like, oh my God, well, I don't want to bother people with my baby. Mm-hmm. You don't, a lot of times you don't get it if you're not a mom. Like that, like, yeah. oh, wow, she may mean, you don't think about it because you haven't been through the experience. You're not like, oh, well, she may mean. She may need some extra help. Let me check in with her. And I did have a few people in my life. Thank God for my two neighbors, Yari and Jeff. Like they were gotta send, you know. But like it's and and then then you still have this feeling of like, oh my God, I don't want to always have to just depend on them and make you know those be my only part of my village because I felt like so many of my, I think, clients who had become friends at that particular point were so much younger than me and were going through completely different journeys in their lives. And so they couldn't really relate. And it wasn't until I feel like, you know, um, I hit about, I hit like 39, 40 that my my whole, when I look around at the friends that I have, they're more like in their 40s and their 50s. And they've been through what I've been through and they can relate and they mm. they bring such nurturing and such wisdom to my life and to my, and to mm. my relationship. And they're so accepting of like, when they come over here and Cariel is like, asking them a million questions and running all around. They just, they look at it like, oh, I've been there. Or if they Mm. haven't, they're just like compassionate. And I didn't have that, I think, before because I get it. Because like your young 30s or your late 20s, it's just not your Mm. thing. It's not your thing. So I feel like as women... I think it's important to have a community around you that does love and accept you and your child. So you're not over Mm -hmm. there being apologetic for having a kid and for your kid doing the natural things that kids do. Because that happens as I think you'll see Malayne along your journey that like, your kid will start to like, your kid might have a tantrum in the middle of like a public place. And like, you want to have the floor, like you want the floor to open up and swallow you. And then you're like, you see it later, like, oh, this is just, this is the human things that kids do. Or they, they don't know how to share. So they like take other kids toys on the playground and you're like, oh my kid, you know? And you're like, no, this is what kids do. They explore. They explore mm. and you have to give them the space to explore and move back and trust them and trust their process 
And yes, you can have a conversation, but like, it's also great, I think, to let them explore and find their way because it teaches them to trust themselves as well. Too. It's like such a journey of trust for the both of us. Yeah, I, such a good thing about the journey of trust is like really, you know, even from the beginning, it's like trusting that as a mother, right? And by the way, this intuition serves us, I believe, both in business and as a mother totally. and in every other aspect of life. Totally. I believe business intuition will become something taught in, you know, colleges and universities yeah. eventually when they finally catch up with the time. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> they're so far behind right now. But yeah, I mean, it's like the moment your child is born, it's like, you know, what your child yeah. needs and what Carrie yeah. needs might be vastly different than what Jack needs, but it doesn't Absolutely. make you a bad parent or a wrong mother yeah. because you're doing it differently than me. And I think yeah. that that's a really big, you know, like I was at that mommy and me class yesterday and they're like, every single mother, by the way, as they're going around, they're like, okay, why don't you tell us what you did, who you were before your baby and like, um, <laughs> you know, and like, <laughs> right, isn't that so good? And then, like, how long you're taking off, what your child's name is, and a couple other things. But anyway, every mother was like, I'm taking a year off. I'm not going back. And, like, it came wow, around to me. And I was like, off. a year, six months, a year. And it swung to me. And I go, I took a month and a half off. And yeah. everyone's just, like, staring at me. And I'm like, but I own my own business. And I'm working a couple days a week. And I really love it. And I have a lot of the support. And these people are like staring at me in that moment. I was like, oh my God, I feel so judged. And I just feel like yeah. so yeah. out of place. And I'm like, okay, yeah. you have to let this go, Melaine, because yeah. this, you know, don't make up a story about this. And I really believe it's like, you know what? God gave me a journey that's vastly different from a lot of those yeah. women that are there. And, yeah. you know, and there's nothing wrong with them taking a year off and there's nothing wrong with me. It's like everyone's got their own. But there's a lot of, and I especially find in those like mommy and me coffee groups and things like that, there can, you have to be really careful because there can you be do. a lot of judgment and a lot, a lot of, of um, shame and guilt. Advice and shaming and like, yeah. well, I did it, to, you know, and it's like, it's it, like, there's a lot of that already in our society as women. But then when we do yeah. that, to each other as, as as mothers in a time where we're like so fucking vulnerable and like yeah. we already we already judge ourselves enough like you judge yourself 20 times harder I think when you become a new mother because it's like like I yeah. said you're like it's an out of body experience you're just like what in the hell just dropped out of the sky what is happening to me and so you're really like why you're like you find yourself questioning why is my child doing this why am I angry right now why why am I sobbing uncontrollably right now Mm. and like when we when we're like when we go in there and we just like tear another woman another mother down versus like okay let me just give her space maybe she just maybe I could ask her if she needs a hug or you know maybe I could ask her if she wants to like take a walk 
together just to get some fresh air. We don't even have to like have a deep conversation, but like, I feel like a lot of times that's what moms need is we actually need compassion from one another and we need mm-hmm. humanness and humanity and relatedness and like, oh fuck, did your kid like only get, did you only get three hours of sleep last night too? I feel mm-hmm. right. Like, mm-hmm. oh, your kid didn't take the boob and that, you know, I got it. Or like, whatever it is, whatever it is, like have that compassion really could, I think, shift something up in the mother culture and it could be something that could be passed down to our our children. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that this, you know, that that ideal woman that's inside of all of us and our yeah. is that enough in our own and then like flipping it on to each other. It's like, you know, and and that's the thing. Like that where we when we get to really shift into that sisterhood, which I know is like your jam and what you preach about yeah. all the time of sisterhood and, and loving each other and honoring the goddess in each other. Like when we really all get that peace and have compassion and empathy for each other, then we can really start to do the work that we're here to do, not be so sideswiped by the ideal critic and ideal woman going on and trying to yeah. help each other out. Yeah. Actually like support each other and go you know what? And it was even Zach's been sleeping seven hours recently, like tonight, which is like really fantastic. And I still yeah. feel exhausted at times because I think my body's totally. like a sponge. You know, it's like seven hours and more. And um, yeah, sharing that with one of the mothers yesterday, she said, "How oh, is your baby sleeping?" And you almost like hesitate to share the good news, but it's like yeah. celebrating each other is so important. And I know that that's something that you do in your business too is like support women to really celebrate and highlight those moments like by shining as you like to call it which I think is so important because it will help us you know elevate and rise as opposed to feel like we have to dull our light I agree yeah we need to we need to shine we need to celebrate the good the good moments of mothership I celebrated those three months my daughter slept for six hours and then she went back to like something else you know and like it was like yeah those celebrations are so important because when we can see the good when we can see the good in our lives then we you know, we don't just focus on all of like all of like the stuff that's not working in our lives because it's so easy as a mother to like go into the complain mode of like, oh, I never have this and I don't have any time and I don't barely eat and I had I haven't washed my hair in like over a week and you know like it's so easy to go into that space, but I think. We could also look at the amazing things like my baby smiled for the first time. My baby said their first word for the first time. I got my first good night's rest in like six months, you know? Mm. All of those things are so important. And I think it is important to share that with other mothers because it does give another woman hope and it gives another woman like, Huh, it allows her to breathe and be like, okay, 
you know, maybe that will come, maybe that will happen for me or maybe something even better will happen for me. And so mm-hmm. we take each other yeah. higher when we, when we celebrate, you know, we really do. Yeah, we totally do. And when we're in that elevation, it makes working, it makes doing life so much easier. Like it just takes a little bit of that load off. It does. Well, I could like, yeah. talk to you for hours, but <laughs> Same. In, Same. in in wanting to keep it uh, at a reasonable length so the ladies can listen to this and give themselves mm. a little time to just, you know, hear this message and mm. take some of the tips and absorb it and apply it. Where can they learn more about you? I know you have like events going on. I know you have a book coming out and yeah. a lot of other juicy things. You're like in massive creation mode. Where can they find it all? Yes. Yes. They can find me at goddess-onthego.com. We have a book coming out called Goddess on the Go Rituals to help you slow down and play. And I, the rituals in the book really were my go-to when I was going through coming back into my body as a mother. Like I can always do like five hours of self-care, but if I could take five or 10 or 15 minutes for myself, it just helped to give me like approval and um, some space in my body to go through the day with a little bit more ease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. So, so, so good. And guys, all that stuff to like connect with Leora, her website, the link to get her book and a bunch of other like social media handles. I'll have all of that for you in the show notes. So you can find the show notes back on my website, malinely.com and Leora's link for listening to this will be there uh, as well as the show notes. So however you found us, whether it's through SoundCloud or iTunes or wherever there's so many ways that you can find this so just go mm-hmm. to my website and um those show notes will be there with all the links to her stuff and Leora thank you so much for yeah. just giving us all permission to take a nice deep breath and yeah. exhale a little bit super appreciate you being there. my pleasure goddess and big love all to the goddess mamas goddess chance to tune in and listen today Totally. We're sending you so much love, you guys. And until next time, have an amazing rest of your day. Bye for now. I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I enjoyed creating it with Leora. Make sure you go back to the show notes to get all those links and make sure you rate and review our show so that way we can hit more people and share with more people and really have new conversations with mothers. You know, let's really, I really want to make it so that we can have real and raw and honest and authentic and loving and compassionate and supportive conversations with mothers. It's so imperative. And if no one's told you today, goddess, I love you. Have a great day.